0: Chronologically Ambiguous is a weekly podcast by the Snarky AF Advice column hashtag Ask Missy K where we discuss all things related to intentional age fishing and radically defined self-love, from fundamental rights to feminism, holistic self-care, body positivity, banishing fuckboys, canceling ass clowns, financial literacy and mental health. We hope to help women become more empowered through knowledge and information to make the most self-beneficial choices ever, whether they're in America, Africa. Asia, in the Middle East, or wherever you are, you definitely matter. Join us every week. At www.askmissyk.live. This is about doing it the same old way. This is about refusing to move out of the past and its restrictions, its limited and horribly oppressive way of thinking. If we continue to delve into and inhabit the past, how are we ever going to move forward? How can we advance, as a society, as a people, as individuals, As a whole, if we are about face and pining or perusing the carnage of what was or what has appeared to be. We won't. We don't. We just keep getting more of the same. Stop that thought. Every thought has a stop button. Really, it does. It may not seem so, when you're in it, when you're aboard that runaway train of thinking that's taking you far away from your truth. But everything has an end, even thoughts. And when you find yourself caught up in the real, and not knowing what to do, feeling trapped and alone and helplessly demised by what's buzzing in your head and ringing through your being stop. Get off the train. And refuse to go any further. Refuse to participate. Refrain and abstain. And know that IT is not you and you are not IT. There is that element of separation and it is at these times that it should be engaged. It is at these times that you should be enraged not at yourself or anyone else but at the thought at the hold it has over you at the loss of your freedom that's taking place the loss of power that's happening right now within you, as you give it over to the thought. Reclaim this moment. Honor yourself by reflecting on whether this is healthy being or whether you're just caught up in an old pattern that's cycling through once again. Engage in dignity. Relinquish oppression. Stop, get busy and get out of your head. Your heart is waiting trigger happy. As we're being offered this profound opportunity to shift into an entirely new way of being, it can be easy to bypass the windows that are presenting in favor of falling into default. These windows, when opened, offer us the fresh air of a perspective that's beyond the one we've been privy to. And in this consciousness expansion, we can gain greater strides in our awakening as we shift away from tendencies of blame and of victim consciousness, and fold into a freer way that isn't hindered by fear and projection. Begin by allowing the ever-multiplying bouquet of triggers to float into and through your awareness rather than anchor you down. You can do this. It just takes a little intent and a lot of perspective about how pursuing triggers and getting sunk by them has never really brought you anything but grief. Triggers are here to teach you, but they can't do their job and you can't evolve unless you're able to separate yourself from the need to be sent. Repeat to yourself. Just because I've always reacted to this set of circumstances in this way doesn't mean I have to react to it that way again now. I can do it different. Why not? And in doing so, in choosing to just be the trout at the bottom of the stream, watching all of the bait go by, I can be removed from it enough to actually see what it's here to teach me. And when I can do that, when I can remain inactivated by this thing that's always set me off before, I can shift the energy and the vibration of it so that it will no longer reappear in my life. And beyond that, I will gain wisdom and I will gain strength and I can even gather profound perspective for myself in having suffered through that lesson, and for all others who have suffered through, and are continuing to suffer, in the same way. In this, you are made new. In this, you achieve wholeness because you have gathered to yourself an aspect that has been adrift in your struggle to move beyond the point of trigger into a place of peace. Lighten your load by releasing the need to carry around the yesterdays and the tomorrows. Having you got enough on your plate right now? Anytime your now is flavored by what's always been or what hasn't it's limited in its potential and skews your perspective, keeping you boxed in and disillusioned. Strike the Schultz from your vocabulary. Past shoulds and future shoulds are an indicator that you are being derailed from your presence and your power. Perspective, people, perspective. As long as you view everything, anything, as meaning something, it does. But most often it doesn't mean what you think it means at all. When your perspective is based on your past, it filters out the truth and disables you from moving beyond the imposed limitation. When you realize a trigger is on the horizon, when you see that it has the potential of unfolding and causing you to unravel retreat, go inward and away, to the best of your ability considering the circumstances, from the drama. Allowing yourself to move away from the situation gives you some breathing space so that you don't get sucked into reacting, attaching, or judgment of what's playing out. Every time you don't go there and give in to the habitual responses, you win. You move forward. You are further along in your game. So when you juxtaposition yourself to remain still, remain objective, remain neutral, remain in the now you set yourself up to see the big picture and discontinue acting small, or from the stance of the littler ego self. Moving forward, shedding all of these old triggers, gives more leverage, more leg room gives an insider's advantage, because you're able to see things from the inside out from a higher perspective, and not feel so weighed down by what's been dominating you forever. Remember to find ways to shed that old skin as you're releasing in droves. You don't need to hold on to the old perspective while simultaneously opening to the new. Try salt showers, releasing rituals, surrendering to a higher power, and reconnecting with your higher self to keep things resonating from that higher place. It doesn't matter what's happened before. This moment is not a reflection of what's been. This moment simply is. This now holds within it the potential of the new. It is not condemned. It is not tainted or tarnished unless you make it that way. Choose the portal. Choose new. You deserve this newness. You deserve to get unstuck. A trigger holds within it the weight of what's been. That's why it has such a strong hold and an impact. It's got the hardware of what's kept you paralyzed and in an unconscious groove but within the trigger is also a mystery to be unlocked which holds the magic of wisdom and of love that a god mantra to get you through the day none of this means anything at all this is one of the most powerful statements to keep you out of the way and in the flow it really is that simple when you let it be peaceful forward movement to you conscious solutions feeling into empowered responsibility for you it's time to move to a place of taking action based on instructions received from the creator This is conscious co-creating. You become aware of, by feeling into, how you're thinking, feeling, being. And upon realizing you're in a lower state story, you immediately make a shift to a higher place where the answers you're seeking, and the solution, can be received. If you have the problem, you have the solution. But as long as you're focused on the dense, heavy emotions of the problem you're going to remain stuck. By telling the story over and again, to yourself or someone else, you are actually breathing fire into it, expanding it, and creating more muck. You have to let go of the problem in order to receive the solution. To get to the solution, you have to get out of your thoughts. You have to get out of your head, out of the lower vibration. Your focus is mind-based when you are complaining about the problem or retelling the story. Your focus is heart-based when you are focused on the solution, focused on the fix rather than being stuck. In order to be clear, you have to be able to hear. What's in the way of that receiving? If there are strong beliefs that conflict with your inner truth and the greater guidance then that's where the shift needs to take place. Go to Creator and get clarity about what needs to go. If courage or strength are the obstacles in question, if you doubt your ability to be what you need to be in order to get the outcome you wish to receive, then ask for that. Pray to be strong, pray to be brave, and then move out of the way. In all situations that are lower... Command to go higher, and your higher self will meet you where you are and show you the way up. Shift your values. If we're true to our story and our story doesn't reflect our highest truth, then perhaps it's time to reflect on what your story is breeding and what you'd like to grow. All of us long for peace, harmony, and love. Does what you're telling yourself, or anyone else for that matter, create fear, anger, agony, or does it create peace and love? The story you're telling yourself will either raise or lower your vibration. The more you tell it, the more you maintain the vibration or create more of the same. What are you creating? How conscious are you about your creations? Become mindful of your reactions, of your triggers, of the temptations to grab on tight to that story and let it carry you away. You have a choice. You are in power, not your tail. Decide that you aren't going to be dictated and disturbed by the story that's rising in your consciousness and grab onto a different version instead. It's challenging at first to turn down the temptation. There's almost a decadence to it, especially if it's worn in and familiar. There's comfort in the same. But notice where it gets you when you dip your feet in those waters. Notice your breath. Notice your vibration. And shift out before it takes you too low to shift out as easily. Your story is simply only based on your perception. And your perception isn't necessarily real. As you are creating a new reality, you will need to alter the way you do things in order to support the new you. Become conscious of your choices and decide what's best for you. You have the authority, you don't need to divert to someone else to help you see. That connection is yours and it's unequivocal. That's just hard to see sometimes when you're stuck in the muck. You have to soften in order to receive the guidance you seek. You have to want the solution over the problem. If your payoff involves recreating the problem and the pain, Question whether or not you would place higher value on peace, love, harmony and unity and then let that be your intent. Raise your vibration by raising your intent. Intend to go higher so that you can see from a perspective that's clear. As long as you remain in the lower vibration of the story or the problem, you are creating more space for it and manifesting more thoughts, emotions, dramas, and recreations of the same. Taking the first step and doing it a new way, an empowered way, will set you up to do it a next time and next. You are creating a new pattern by stepping out of the old. When we are stuck we tend to go outside of ourselves for the solution. We encourage you to remember that the answers you seek are within. If you create the shift out of the low vibration and go higher, you will receive the information and the guidance you seek. This is about taking responsibility for your own life, your energy, and your problems. In taking responsibility and ownership, you become empowered. You realize that you have the power and the solution, you have the wisdom and the strength and you begin to know that you can move forward beyond what seems to be in your way. You are the creator and the creation. Soften into a new way of being that engulfs your inner power, wisdom and love. This is the way forward. This is the way to be. The more you practice awareness in these areas of your life, the more you'll be able to shift to a place of higher connection, from where you'll be able to constantly receive. And from that place's flow. Your energy is your responsibility. Your thoughts, your feelings, your being. In everything you do, be mindful of one thing. What's your energetic footprint? What is the mark you're leaving on your own life and on others, on the world at large and into the collective? Are you creating the greater good or are you adding to the pollution? Mastering mindfulness and creating change, you're on your way to the next thing the bigger, the better, the best you can be. Because in this moment you choose higher, and in the next, that's what you receive. Shifting out of anger. Anger is, in many ways, about taking inventory, taking responsibility, and taking back our power when it's been misused or given away. When used as a navigational tool, it can take you into uncharted territories of possibility and peace. With consciousness, intention, and a greater awareness of what this radar is transmitting, you can transform what's stuck transmute what's not for your highest good and temper your tantrums so that you are no longer ruled by your powerful emotions but use them to rewire your life instead. Recognize where you are hard that you need to become soft and where you are soft that you need to become hard. This is what anger is asking you. Anger is a response to a trigger, and it's up to you to decide if you're being guided to shift away from or toward something. Always, it's both. But what direction are you being called in and what way do you need to shift to truly accommodate your soul? If you are being taken advantage of, mistreated, unappreciated, or are in some way giving away your power, then anger is showing you where you need to step up, and out of softness where you need to take control. If you are being rigid and responsive to circumstances beyond your control and you are needing to open to a new perspective and a new way of doing things, then you are being asked to surrender to a higher way of softening and letting go of domination and attachment, and you are being guided in where it would benefit you by not being quite so hard and held fast to one way, to your way and to open to a better way than perhaps you've known. Anger is a fiery tool, but it can be transformative if you let it speak to you and really listen to what it has to say. At its onset, if you go inward rather than focusing and directing it outward, you can pluck out its lessons and bring consciousness to previously unbridled forces, allowing this emotion to propel you forward rather than keep you stuck. Become the observer next time you feel the anger rising. Notice where you feel it in your body— how it affects your vibration, and just become aware of what is triggering you. Watching from the non-attached position gives you the leverage to create the possibility for positive change rather than being swept away and ruled by unconscious responses and tendencies. Becoming the observer puts you in charge which is always what anger asks for anyway. Be aware of the temptation, and anger is very seductive, to tantrum, to project, to blame. This is about you. Always. So the question is not what someone else has done or how you've been wronged, or even what the exterior situation is, so much as it is what did or didn't I do and is it in integrity with who I truly am. Anger is healthy when used as a barometer to know when you've been pushed beyond your limit, have given away too much of yourself, or need to maintain or set stronger boundaries. Anger is volatile and damaging when our only source of asserting power or getting our way. Ask yourself, what is my anger showing me about who I am and who I choose to be? Ask what needs of mine are neglected and need attending to and how do I delegate that those needs are met? When your needs are unmet or have gone unnoticed for too long, you will feel the fire of angers rise. When you take this warning light as a cue to take care of yourself and do what you need to do to come into balance, you will find your inner peace restored and you emotions swinging back to the other end of the pendulum or into complete balance. Underneath all anger is sorrow. If you are not listening to your inner voice or minding your internal compass you will find that your body and soul will create another way of getting your attention. The inner siren will become louder. Your discomfort level will heighten. And your muscles and thought process will tighten. Slow down to stop and become connected with what it is you need to know. The more you resist, ignore, or suppress, the hotter the fire will burn. Create the space for the wisdom to be gained rather than stalking the flames through resentment or allowing the fire to smolder. Anger remains until it is addressed and storing it in your body because it is unwelcome or unacceptable simply elevates it into more blocked energy forms of depression, repression, and unaccountability. Anger is about power. Not only is it a powerful force but it is a fire that is showing you where you are in your power and where you are not and ultimately what you need to do to burn through to the other side of the equilibrium. So the next time you are feeling the passion of anger rearing its head, it is time to use it to your advantage and ask yourself some important questions. What can you do to become more empowered? How can you begin to pay better attention to your inner compass so that the temperature of emotions don't need to rise so high in order to get your attention? In what areas of your life are you needing to assert yourself more directly? And, what beliefs, thoughts, behaviors, and tendencies is it time to let go of? You have within you the power, the peace, the wisdom, and the freedom to move into whatever direction you choose. Connecting deeper with what your spirit is directing you and will liberate you to see clearly where you are misdirecting your energy and where there is possibility for growth. In order to become more integrated and whole, you will need to take stock of the messages your body, mind, and spirit are sending you. Anger is not necessarily the problem when you learn to harness it as the messenger it truly is and allow it to become the directive to the solution. Breathe into your heart and soften it. Angers rise become inwardly reflective rather than allowing it to become outwardly directed. Anger is the force of Kali. It is destructive, but it's also creative. And if you anchor into stillness despite the temptation to explode, you can use this powerful energy force as a means of transforming and transmuting the old into the new rather than remaining a victim of circumstances with a chip on your shoulder whose needs continue to go unmet and whose pain remains unknown. Understanding anger allows you to be less restrictive, more creative, and purposeful in directing your energy and making meaningful change. Here are some mantras to help you shift. I am at all times in my power. I use my power to create positive and informed change. My anger is showing me where I perceive myself to be giving away my power and teaching me where I need to grow. When I become angry, I have neglected myself in some way and more than anything, I am needing to be acknowledged, loved, and heard. I create space for compassion for self when I feel angry and go inward to find out whether I am needing to surrender or take control. Anger is my radar's way of letting me know that I am out of balance, whether it be that I need to speak up, slow down, change directions, or create clear boundaries. I honor my anger and address it with the intention of gaining greater wisdom into the truth of who I am. I see a gentler way with anger, never using it to hurt myself or another but rather accepting it as an indicator of need for awareness of what I am unable or unwilling to see. I navigate through anger in a mindful way, becoming detached, becoming the observer and allowing it to guide me to a clearer perspective of my life, of myself, and of what I need to do to become free. Today, I appreciate my anger for what it has taught me and choose to learn its lessons rather than create the need to repeat them. I was away my anger by observing its message and moving away from the need to hold on to the emotion or become it. I am not my anger and anger is not bad in and of itself. It is only when I choose to allow it to be a habitual way of life and an unconscious way of responding that it becomes damaging and detrimental. As I bridge the gap between anger and peace, I find that I no longer need anger to play such a dominant role in my life because I choose to listen closer to the clues alerting me to imbalance and discontent before they need escalate to a place of pain. Harmony, joy and peace are my birthright. And as I come into greater connection with and allow for the healing of my wounds and nurturing of my inner longings to take place, I am able to detach from resentment, blame, projection, and bitterness, and rise to a place of balance. Anger need not be boxed or labeled as wrong or bad. When I release judgment of my emotions and of myself, I am able to reach a deeper space of clarity, insight, and healing of the cries from within. Today, rather than responding in anger, I address the inner and outer triggers that inspire it and intend to transform habitual ways of reacting and transmute ways of feeling and being that deplete my peace. I am a powerful being, and anger need not be my vice or means of expressing myself or my needs. I assert myself in a way that makes me feel empowered and creates a better version and vision of myself in so doing what is right for me and in responding consciously and responsibly to how I feel. Experience today without anger, or at least the anger that moves you from center or distracts you from love. Notice where and when it's a natural response, where it's a triggered reaction, and do it new. Choose wonder. Choose curiosity. Choose to see it from an entirely new perspective. Try to relax in your rigidness, in your need for it to be one way or another, and ease into it. Choose fresh over frozen, compassion over coldness, and creation over pain. All pain is restriction, is blocked energy. And all energy flowing is creating. When I allow anger to dictate my life rather than direct me, I create the energy for more painful lessons and for more energy of that sort to be directed back to me. Anger is a mirror and a window. I choose to see into it rather than become submerged by it and instead of allowing it to become suppressed. How I choose to navigate through my anger today dictates the way anger will continue to direct me in the future. I choose growth over grumbling, peace over powerlessness, and conscious alignment with balance over discontent, disillusionment, and blame. I allow anger to propel me into action that will create positive change rather than further disharmony. Be the peace. Whatever your emotion— you have the power to merge with it and let it be your teacher. This is the way to move out of the pain body and into the heart-based way of living you desire. Be the light and let the darkness show you the way out of where you no longer need to go. Moving into a new way of being is always an available choice. Choose new now and elevate your being to your inspired growth. Tips to stop trippin'. When you're spinning and you need to regain your center, your composure, your sanity, and your peace, it seems like you can't remember a thing to do to get out of the trenches and come from your heart instead. Here are a few pointers, reminders, and tips to stop you from tripping and put an end to the spin. Get out of my head. Whose thoughts are these anyway? Pay attention to who's thinking for you and exit any outside voices. What others will think, what we should be doing, even judging self. Hall Monitor. If it's out of bounds on the outer, it's out of bounds on the inner. If you wouldn't be allowed to say it to someone else, not okay to say to self. Monitor and replace with love. Seed to love. Weed the critic. Comparability. Who's who is misconstrued? Nothing is what it seems. We all have our own stuff going on and our own weaknesses and strengths. It's easy to look at someone else and compare notes as a way of making yourself wrong or right, and not worthy, or better than. Set the boundary. Don't do it. It's not fair to you. It's only your perception. And most of the time, it's not real. Retrograde. Perusing the past doesn't serve when it involves condemnation and regret. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Long-lost opportunities and golden windows are all another form of self-sabotage and a big form of running away. It's easy to get lost there and completely hijacked from a loving vibration. Swimming in back thoughts of yesterday are an easy way to avoid making the shift, being accountable, and surfing the now. Say no to the rewind and yes to the reward and the resources of the now. Head trip. Stay out of that head you're thinking too much. If you find yourself lost in thought, unable to exit from your head space, or tail spinning on this internal tangent that eject. Get out of there, at all costs. Move out of that head space, because the longer you remain, the more susceptible you are to being sunk deeper. Distraction, meditation, exercise, engage whatever it takes to create new movement will create new flow oxygen to the situation, stirs the stagnant waters of what's breeding in your head. Stop the insanity. Judgment, self-loathing, criticality, berating, and otherwise dragging yourself through the mud are all acts of cruelty. It's abuse. Not allowed. Recognize when you're wounding you and raise the bar. Set the intention for self-love and soothe you instead. Call on the angels if you have to, but don't tolerate the mean girl in your head. It sets your inner child reeling and running for cover, gives the inner critic free reign, and sends you into a state of turmoil and inner dichotomy. Whose side are you on anyway? Really for team you. You really can move mountains with you on your side. Be the liberator and the invigorator rather than the kiss of death. Create the intention and ground rules. Establish what's acceptable and what's no longer part of the game. You create the stag. Set it up to your advantage. Knowing and being clear ahead of time what's allowed and what's forbidden will help you be more solid in times of inner spinning. Write down the rules if you have to, then be prepared to take action and blow the whistle on the out of bounds when the time comes to jump in. Love, love, love. Water it with love. Nourish yourself, do something healthy, playful, creative or fun. All of these shift energy and take you to a higher vive of love. Switch gears and open to a new way to get out of the rut. Listen to spirit for clues as to what to do. When you turn on your higher realm ears, you'll receive. Follow the small voice guidance even when there's a pep rally of funk in your head. Don't follow the stream. One thought creates another and another, and before long you're barreling down the rapids with tucks tied to your feet. Thoughts are seed. When you plant them. They sprout and germinate. Be mindful of your garden. Some weeds too easily take hold and smother the life of what you're trying to grow. Thought magnets. When you think one good thought, it attracts another. When you think one bad thought, it attracts 10. Once you are hooking into a pervasive pattern of negativity, fully bought into a story, you're going to magnetize back up and proof and soon anything that can be attached to that mind from and support it will be standing in line for a turn at taking you down. Realize that you can change the story at any time and that changing the story pulls the plug on the evolution of discordant energy. Demagnetize the not feel good stuff, release the charge, and you destabilize the fib. Intend higher. Simply state I wish to go higher in a moment when you know your vibration needs to shift and the intention will extend to your higher self, which will jump in and show you the way. Change the script. When you catch yourself in your story and your story's going round in your head, jump ship. You don't have to be part of that screenplay in your mind anymore just quit. Detachment is your friend. Release the need to know, to make happen, to control the outcome or anticipate the need. Release the comfort of the familiar, of the recognizable triggers and dramas, of the need to do it the same. Let go, release, surrender. In this you will come to a place of allowing and you will come to a place of peace. So, go in peace, my friend. And remember, you're not alone, you're not crazy, this will not last forever, and there is always, always and forever a way through, a way forward, and a way called love. Blessing you, quadruple. In gratitude for you. At www.askmissyk.live.